Welcome to episode 21 of season two of Armchair Donkeys, brought to you by Believe, the number one network for podcast professionals. We've got coach John Riston on the show today, who just recently announced his retirement after a fabulous coaching career, which included a Big, Twin, Big Ten title as running backs coach at Northwestern in 1995, a Big 12 championship as tight ends coach at the University of Colorado in 2001, and a short stint as tight ends coach at UCLA before becoming the head football coach at his alma mater, CSU Pueblo, where he rebuilt the Thunder Wolves football program and led them to a Division II national title in 2014. You had a heck of a coaching career, uh, Risto. What's up next for you? Well, I, uh, I'm, I'm looking to go to work in an athletic department a little. They created a job for me that uh, I could be able to help develop relationships on our athletic department. Um, you know, I uh, looking to help develop and, and help young coaches and players and, and just be a kind of a, a jack of all trades, a master of none type of deal that uh, just use my experiences and love still being around people and doing the different things. And, you know, it's like right, right now I'm um, kind of helping my daughter and son-in-law out with the grandkids. And so I'm in Taos, New Mexico and picking them up, taking them to school and uh, just having a blast doing something else that I was never been able to do. And uh, not, not the stresses of trying to close a deal on recruiting and not worry about, my own kids entering the transfer portal and doing different things. So it's uh, it's an enjoyable town time for now for the Risto. Bob, you have a pretty cool story about Risto recruiting you to see you. Yeah, I think on my trip to Boulder, I think one of my first conversations with Risto, you know, you mentioned his alma mater, CSU Pueblo. It used to be called the University of Southern Colorado. So uh, Risto played quarterback there. And when when I first met Risto, he said, you know, Bobby, I played quarterback at USC. And I said, oh, shit, really? You played quarterback at USC? You know, and he uh, he strung me along for a while, but then he finally admitted that it was the University of Southern Colorado, not the University of Southern California. You're right. It was the real USC. <laughs> Thank you for recognizing that, Bobby. But uh, yeah, that's always fun playing a trick like that. You know, when I was at UCLA, um, we had alumni type of deal and you had to stand up and kind of introduce yourself and where you're from and where you played. And, and I said, I played quarterback at USC. And one of the guys goes, well, who was your coach? And I said, uh, a guy named John Robinson. And uh, guy looked at me and like, are you sure? I go, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was John Robinson. It was at university of Southern Colorado. And I got a big <laughs> laugh out of that. And, and uh, so I, I, I milked that a little bit, Bobby. I like John it. John Robinson. Let's go. All right, guys. Uh, well, this show is all about trying to beat Vegas. Uh, I made the mistake of betting against Joey Bags, who hammered the refund button in Buffalo last weekend. The NFL sold 50,000 tickets to an AFC championship game between the Bills and Chiefs in Atlanta, which ain't happening. Never again will I bet against Burrow in the playoffs. I should have listened to you, Bob. The kid is playing his best football. He plays his best football in big games. He's 21-2 and two against the spread in his last 23 games, excluding games against Cleveland or Baltimore. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit how – I know you hit that game. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the rest of your week last weekend, Bob? 
Yeah, I mean, really didn't get on too much, um, but a uh, huge Burrow fan. You know, I, I, I went hard on that one. I, I believed in the way he was going to play in Buffalo. And then, you know, I, I took the Jags and, and the points on the road. Um, you know, I, that late interception by Trevor Lawrence, without that, I mean, they were right there. I mean, they I mean, they covered, so it was great. I mean, I had a good weekend. But, um, yeah, Bo, don't, don't bet against Burrow. He's a different dude, especially yeah, in the definitely. playoffs. Definitely a different dude. And you you did have a nice little backdoor cover on that last second field goal. Um, <laughs> I think they were, were they down 10 and they kicked, it's, they took the yeah. three first and then went for the onside. So that yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. the, sometimes the gambling gods are good to you. All right, guys, uh, let's start this thing off in Philly where the Eagles are a two and a half point favorite at home against the 49ers. The over under in this game is 46. So, uh, Coach, in February last year, I thought Tom Brady was was eschewing after he, quote unquote, retired. I thought he was I thought he was trying to find a way to get himself to the Bay Area. So I asked Bob while he's in Vegas. I said, "Hey, uh, I want you to put a thousand dollars on the 49ers to win the Super Bowl for me." So I've got the Niners in a future at plus thirteen hundred, uh, actually plus twelve hundred to win the Super Bowl. So I'm. I'm pulling for them the next couple of weeks. Uh, that said, I don't feel great about this game. 49ers defensive end, uh, Charles Amenahu got a, got into a little bit of trouble this weekend. Not, not great to have distractions that you're dealing with heading into the NFC championship game. Also, Chavarius Ward concerns me at cornerback. I think he's going to have his hands full with either, with either AJ Brown or Devonta Smith. Um, and I really think the 49ers are going to need to make this game ugly if they're going to have a chance to pick up the win here. Coach, what would your game plan be going into this thing if uh, you're in Kyle Shanahan's shoes? Well, I, I think that, uh, one, I, I think you got to play to your strengths right now. And I think that uh, you are leading, I believe, the NFL in the turnover margin. And when you do that, you're 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 managing the game offensively and playing pretty damn good defense and so i i think you're going to put the ball and manage the things that uh this brock birdie's been able to do what an impressive story i mean it's it's really impressive to see a young man just stay calm cool collected and and lead his team i believe he's ran off seven straight eight eight straight victories and uh but he, he's done it, I think, in an impressive style of manage the game. And boy, and, and as a quarterback in these games, you got to make sure you manage the game and, and, and take care of the tools. And boy, does San Francisco have some tools. I, I really believe that, you, you know, you, you got uh, the Debo Samuel kid and, and uh, the, the Christian McCaffrey kid that is just absolutely tearing it up. And, and then, um, but I, I, I really think if, if he's San Francisco's, I think got two of the better offensive tackles in the whole NFL. And I think you got a pretty good matchup versus the Philadelphia Eagles rushes on that. So I think there's a time to take some shots, manage the game and let your playmakers go ahead. And then you got uh, Kittle down the middle with the tight end being able to do it. So he, he can, he can design design, you know, eight plays per guy, you know, and rotate it and, and, and really give the 
Brock Purdy a chance to manage those eight plays per guy so he doesn't have those full field reads to put him in a bad position, to take away Philly's rush, to be able to handle those things. So in, in, in my opinion, I think this is a good matchup a little bit for the 49ers. Now, you guys have studied a lot more than I have and seen it, but I, I, I do like the matchup with the offensive line that San Francisco with those tackles I think is a key versus the Philadelphia pass rush. Bob? Yeah, you know, Risto mentioned it. This story about Brock Purdy, it's pretty cool what this kid's done. And I mentioned it last week on the show. I mean, his greatest attribute is he doesn't know what he doesn't know. He's just out there having fun, and he's got a bunch of great tools around him, and he's not making mistakes. Now, that being said, as much as I want you to win your bet, Bo, I think that uh, I think this run may have uh, hit its wall this weekend. Um they haven't played a team like this Eagles team. They're going to have to go to Philadelphia, be on the road. Um, I just think Philly is, is really damn good. And the way Jalen Hurts plays, you know, they run all that that, that read stuff in the, in the passing it's game the and the run game. Um, you know, I just think they're, they're going to make it as good as San Francisco's defense is. I just think Jalen Hurts is going to put them in a really tough place. And they got, they got just as good a guys on their side that the 49ers have on their side offensively. So – um, I, I like the Eagles to win the game this weekend as much as that pains me, Bo, because of your uh, 49er bet you got on the line here. Yeah, I've also got them plus 500 on the uh, NFC to win the NFC championship game, and I, I may hedge that and take half that off the board so that I walk home with something this week because I, well, I don't – go ahead, Coach. Well, Bo, I, I hope you hit it because that's my fees of being on this show. I just <laughs> You know, you know, I'll make sure that I get that over to you if it hits, Coach. Well, uh, you, you, you know, we always talked about going into business together as a, a player-coach relationship. You know, you used to always ask me, "What are you doing out there? Why don't you just, why don't you just come out and coach with me?" And I'm like, "I'm working on a couple of things, Coach." You're like, "What?" I remember, I, I remember, I remember my senior year in, in college. We had we had career day, and Coach goes. Did you go to career day? And I said, yeah, I went to career day. I walked around all the booths. There was no one from Hollywood there. And I left. He goes, what am I going to do with you? Well, I, I, it was funny, Bo. You, uh, I, long story short, you're making that movie and you had uh, CT's hat that w- it represented CT, my son. But your, your movie, your team, I forget what it was, but it, I was cleaning out my locker the other day and I still had it in there and it made me think of you. <laughs> It was Colorado Tech, I believe. Colorado Tech, yeah. Colorado oh, right. Tech, yeah. so you got the CT hat. Uh, Bob, why don't you take us to Kansas City, well, where the Chiefs are uh, – get? they were getting two and a half points. I think that's gone down, back back down to one and a half uh, at home against the Bengals. The over under in this game is 46. Yeah, so we talked about Burrow in the beginning of this deal. And, you know, we don't know if, if Pat Mahomes is, is 100% or not, as special as that guy is. Um, but I, again, man, I have a hard time going against Joe Burrow. Um, I, I just think he's a different dude. The way their defense played last week was highly impressive to me and they protected him and he's smart, man. He gets rid of the football. He doesn't take as, as much as everybody wants to w- talk about their offensive line and how they're beat up. It didn't look like it last week against Buffalo. Um, so the, the fact that we don't know how healthy Pat Patrick Mahomes is and just the other fact that. Joe Burrow is just a different dude. I'll, I'll lay the one and a half right now on the road and take the Bengals. I think I think they win this game. 
Um, I just think they, they play at a different level with, when, when Joe Burrow is leading that group of guys. Coach, what's EB got to do uh, with Mahomes on a potential bad wheel to get this win? Well, I, I think you got to be able to um, – I, I, it was funny because when um, Kansas City was playing Denver, um, it was right before the um, weekend I was going to announce. So I, I, I went up to the Marriott, stayed there. I didn't know Kansas City was staying there. And so I was able to spend some time with EB and talking. And it, it was just just really great. And we talked to Vance Joseph and Embry boys. And so it was just really kind of a whole week. But you, you know what was really impressive? And, and uh, we got a personal connection with EB that um, – how calm, cool he was studying that game plan. And I asked him, I said, how, how do you guys practice? How do you get Kelsey open? How do you do all the different things? He goes, you know, we practice our tail end off every every day. We go hard. And, and then Kelsey comes in and just runs his own route a lot of times. And Patrick sees it. He knows it's man or zone. He finds a hole and gets open and he throws it. And it kind of reminds me of YouTube. Right. When you were a quarterback, Bobby, just like Patrick and Bo was just like Kelsey trying to get open. And thought he could run and doing these things. So get, getting back to that, I, I, I think that um, really I, I think they got to run the ball because I think Cincinnati is defense. I know Burrow and those guys in offense get a lot of credit, but that defense is very impressive. That defensive line is very impressive. And that's something that the enemy told me there and, and out of the blue about how good Cincinnati was and um, how their personnel is and how well coached they are on the defensive end. And so um, I, I, I think, again, I, it's not in the makeup of EB and Andy Reid to be uh, conservative, but I think you got to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, take your shots and really let him, Mahomes, I'm talking about getting the flow of things with little shots and then play action at deep with Kelsey either down the middle, running some corner routes and doing those, those things to get open. So I, it's a difficult situation because my heart wants to go to Kansas City, but I'm like Bobby. I, I you know, Cincinnati's got a little that little chip on their shoulder a little yeah. bit the way they're playing, and so uh, and that that quarterback's making a lot of plays. But I, I, I firmly believe the difference is Cincinnati's defense. Yeah, I'm, I so last week. Uh, since he was missing three guys on their offensive line, there's something to be said about the snow slowing down the pass rush. I just looked at the weather. We're looking at 10 degrees and uh, nine mile an hour winds in Kansas city this weekend. No snow though. So, you know, maybe Kansas city can get some pressure on Burrow because he didn't have any pressure on him uh, in that game last Sunday. And he really just picked Buffalo apart and did whatever he wanted to do there. I'm with you, Bob. I'm not going to take Kansas City. I'm going to I'm going to roll with the Bengals here. Burrow is a different dude when when the the chips are on the line. He he ran through the playoffs in college. He ran through the playoffs last year and really almost got it done against a a, a Rams team that was pretty stacked. So I'm with you. I, I don't. I'm not going to lay the points. Uh, I'll probably take uh, the Bengals on the money line here. I think, it's, I think it's like minus 130, uh, minus 140, something like that. Wait, you're, you're blaming the snow on the fact that Buffalo couldn't rush the passer? I'm saying it's a lot harder for the, for the passer. In, in a snow-type game with, with, with snow on the field like it was, 
the footing is not as good as it would normally be, and it's difficult to rush the passer. And and they also didn't have Von Miller, so that's uh, that's going to hurt you as well. And, okay. and nobody, I don't think anybody talked about the fact that Von Miller hasn't been playing for Buffalo the last four or five weeks leading up to this uh, this playoff game that they just had, and that's a big loss. Well, Bo, don't 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 you think that? Um that Cincinnati took on that challenge. Their offensive line was, was, was beat up. And those other guys were there, were taking on the challenge, and, and they accepted it. And so, um, you know, this might be their best five combination. Who, who knows what's going on because now they're playing together and have that opportunity. You know you're right, Coach. All these guys are in the NFL for a reason. And uh, sometimes you find guys in moments like this that step up and they're the guys next year. So – yeah, 100%. You could be right. All right, guys, uh, that's all the time we have for you today. Thanks to all you listeners for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please do us a solid and hit that YouTube subscribe button to stay up to date with future episodes. And follow us on Instagram at Armchair Donkeys to catch our plays in real time. Coach, thanks for so, so much for joining us. It's great to see you. Uh, Bob, good luck this weekend. Thanks. Thanks, Risto. Hey, appreciate you guys. Lo- lo- love you guys. Love, love you, coach. man. Love you, Coach.